Hello runners, how are you doing? This is Coach Bala here. So excited uh, to be here and a very, very warm welcome to all of you. We are here today, beginning of season 11. Uh, this is, uh, we are recording on the 23rd evening or in other words, tomorrow it's going to be Christmas Eve. Then we start the season 11 journey for all of us. I am doubly excited because this is the first time in the history of Rana Side. I'm kickstarting a season with three of my lovely colleagues, my fellow coaches, your coaches. Welcome everybody. Why don't we go around with a small round of introduction. Hi everyone. I am Coach Suja, based out of Boston and uh, welcome to season 11. Hi, my name is Shrikant. I'm based out of Edison, New Jersey. Welcome to season 11. This is my second time uh, being the coach for RHWB. Hi, I'm Coach Sri Vatsan. I am along with Coach Suja, also from Boston, and this is my sixth season as coach. As you can see, folks, we have a, a lovely team of coaches to kickstart season 11 for all of you. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to have a fireside chat with my fellow coaches to talk a little bit about how to think, plan for the upcoming season. Are you guys ready for that? Yes. Okay. So let's start with Coach Sujal. Uh, we just finished our admission season and we're just going to get started. So what does the number, how does the numbers look like? Historic, because this time we have 840 folks who have registered to run for season 11, of which there are 540 registered under Pro, 275 are um, under Light. And we have 25 masters. Amazing. Another uh, very interesting uh, fact is that of the six, there are 675 pro and 165 light runners. And we have 10 countries for the first time, starting wow. from United States, uh, going across uh, to the UK, to uh, Oman, and uh, Australia, India, and Singapore. up to New Zealand, Singapore. Oh, so, okay. yeah. It's, it's, it's everywhere, guys. I'm so excited. We are so excited. And 26 U.S. states represented for the first time, I think. That's a historic high as well. So as uh, Suja rightly pointed out, when we look at our roster and registration data through the lens of numbers, the one word that's common across all categories is historic. We have literally blown through all the, uh, uh, all the numbers from all directions, the largest cohort of full marathoners, for instance. Yes. The largest. How much it is, Stevenson, if you remember on top 70, of 70, no, it was, it was close to 80. 80 full marathon runners. That's the largest cohort. For uh, some context, our season three had 65 folks. Now we have in season 11 oh, just 65 full, folks across all runners. Across all categories. So it's been, a, it's been an incredible um, uh, sort of registration, and it's so exciting for us. Uh, as Coach Suja said, um, almost 250 plus new runners are coming in for the first time. And uh, Srikanth, new runners always give, gives us the excitement, isn't it? Yep. Isn't it? Like more, more people to impact, more families to impact. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. We love new runners. Uh, when we see the geographic sp uh, spread, we feel that our impact can be driven across uh, in multiple regions. So thank you, folks, for your uh, trust. Um, and uh, for the excitement with which you have approached season 11. Uh, so what I want to do next is that now that I have uh, the senior coaches with me, uh, I'm sure all of you have many uh, thought process on, processes on how to approach the season. So let's just go around the horn. Pick up one one point each that you want to offer as a season 11 starting message to our runners. 
So let's start with you, uh, Shrikal. How do you want to start this? Yeah, so, so for me, I think, you know, I know that all the new learners are very excited uh, for this new journey and, and thanks and welcome to everyone. So, so apart from, you know, eager to run, I think in my opinion, warm up mm. is a very important aspect, you know, before we are all in a rush to kind of get into a run mode. And, uh, you know, this warm up is not to be taken very lightly, in my opinion. Uh, it definitely has got some, you know, cardiovascular kind of impact, you know, it, it improves the circulation and everything. So, and especially during the winter time, it's, it's all the more important that we do the warm-up routine thoroughly before we, you know, start to kind of do the run. It doesn't matter whether you're doing like a full marathon training or half marathon, even 5K training, doesn't matter. I think in my opinion, we take it very lightly, sometimes we miss this very critical point. Warm-up is, is, is one of the critical items that I want all of us to focus on. Beautiful point. And we have a warm-up schedule <coughs> before every run. And uh, it's a rookie mistake. Sometimes people just jump into running before doing the warm-up. So let's do that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but Coach Srivatsan, let's even step back before that. Maybe I should have started with you. Uh, is there an over thought process that people should have? even before thinking about the training season. So we are approaching a new year. We all have <coughs> New Year's resolutions. And if you look at the statistics across the globe, millions and millions of people take up such resolutions. A tiny, tiny fraction of it actually get it to completion or stay with it. Because most people take it up as a bucket list item. It's a what you do. A what will not get you where you need to go. You need to know why you're doing something. There is a what, a bucket list item, for example, I, let's say I want to dance well. That's a what. Okay, why do I want to dance well? First, how am I going to do this? That's a how. In case of running, you have runner's eye, you have a structured program, that's your how. Your what, your how are there to help you. But there are times in your running when it's going to be cold outside, you're going to feel a little lazy, little tired, little sleepy, your motivation is going to be running dry. If you just have your what and your how, you are not going to step up. What you need is a why. If you know why you are doing this, you can always go back to that anchor. Tell yourself, okay, it is hard today, but I have a reason why I am doing this. I need to do this to get something. That will drive you, that will get you putting your shoes on and stepping outside, even when it's cold, like to get around such a beautiful message. Sujai, you want to say anything on this knowing your why? Yeah, I think that's what, uh, when you're doing those really long runs, I think that is what will keep you going. Um, instead of uh, thinking, you know, when will it end? And you think of this, it's very motivating for yourself exactly. to meet, go the distance. Because knowing your why, guys, is uh, the most important point. I totally agree with you, Coach. On if you do not have, or if you don't have a strong why, that is when you don't stay committed, which is a first pillar of runner's eye, commitment. If you want to do this well, if you want to do this for a long period of time, you need to be committed to this decision you made. And knowing your why is the fastest way to have a very strong commitment. So on that point, before I go to Coach Suja for her thoughts on the next topic, what is your why, Coach Srivatsa? Very interesting question. I have a lot of what's, like most people. And there are by my nature, by my very nature, I like to dig into how things work, so I actually go into how of everything. 
but I notice that there are a few of these activities, I take it with a level of intensity that I do take it most of the time. Mm -hmm. When I take it with that level of intensity, I know I will succeed in those. And I always analyze what is that activity con content that, I, that is driving me. It is always that activities that build a sense of discipline always seem to drive me. Mm -hmm. A sense of, uh, I do this on a consistent basis and I will get, I can reap rewards. I may not be talented in something, I may not have the best uh, capability to do certain things, but what I can control is what I do day in, day out, and that discipline teaches me. And I've learned that discipline, not just in running, in anything I want to do, if I want to get better, discipline is what is going to give me that. And interestingly enough, for running, that's it. That discipline is it. So for you, the why is running long distance is an opportunity to hone your ability to focus and be disciplined on an activity for a long period of time. Absolutely. Work hard to get to a success. Yes. And discipline is the way you can work hard in a structured, systematic manner. Such a beautiful why. And folks, talking of why, some of you have asked us, why are we doing this? As in coaching. And uh, I can speak for uh, my fellow panelists here as well as all the coaches, all the volunteers of RunnerSci, the tech team and so many of them. The why is we all love to drive impact in our fellow human beings' lives. That is our biggest why that we do this day after day, month after month, season after season. And I know that we continue to do this for as long as we can do because it gives us an extreme amount of satisfaction to drive positive, life-changing impact to our uh, fellow human beings, friends, and then they become amazing human beings. So that's our why, folks. Actually, so, funnily enough, you would think we are all full of smiles because of the large registration numbers. This is just a hangover from the finish of last season, actually. Exactly. That's, that's a nice point. You know, you're right. Uh, so, Coach Sajah, what thoughts you have? What other thoughts you have uh, for the general public at the start of season? As we get started? Yeah. Um, I would say, especially for the new runners, uh, to not think of this as um, it's a new activity probably that you're embarking on and so you may think of running as uh, getting out and running as fast as you can which is not uh, really how you want to approach this if you want to do this for a long time right so this is endurance training it's not like a short sprint so the the statement that we like to make is run slow now to run fast later Absolutely. so just give yourself that time uh, new runners could try the walk-run method. You just have to be comfortable doing the distance that you're doing. And uh, you could run a little, walk a little, run a little. And you'll see soon that the time that, it, that you're spending on the run segment will get longer and longer. And the walk segment will get shorter and shorter. So be kind to yourself and give yourself that time and don't uh, push yourself. Oh, it's a very beautiful thought, folks. Running slow to run fast is a key strategy in our training uh, regimen. We will not pressurize you to run fast. In fact, I'm sure all of you, uh, the return runners would have heard from us. 50% of our comments and feedback is, hey, you're running too fast, run slow. Yes. Isn't it true? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's <laughs> a comment. You know, we ask people to run slow because believe me, running slow in controlled manner is far difficult than running full speed and just exhausting yourself in 10 minutes. It's counterintuitive actually, right? right? But that's what works. That's what it is. So let me ask you one other question, Srivatsan. Um, you are what, seven, eight seasons with Ranasai, six, seven marathons done, pretty much PRs on every marathon almost. What was your PR 
at the beginning of your uh, like a PR as in per minute split for a for a mile at the beginning of your season when you started and what is your sort of after so many seasons what is your sort of pace uh, with which on an average you run so so again um, as everybody has said it is about taking it easy and running consistently and it took me a long time to learn that and funnily enough my coach who's here also said the same thing to me when i first started running run slow because all i knew was just get out and just run as fast as i can and once i learned to run slow i was running about 13 minutes per mile that was how you started yes and, and now, now i run a little under 9 minutes per mile that's when he's talking about at a full marathon level so he can run at that pace for an entire full marathon and 90% of or 70% of his run is running slow runs yes is that fair to say yes absolutely and uh, i'm sure that's the same experience you had too isn't it yep Right, you are a sub two half marathon. Yeah, yeah. When start? I started, I was starting like eleven minute a mile. Right, and from there, you know, I slowly came down, came down, and I was able to do a sub two. Sub two half marathon means that's around what sub nine uh, yes. minute a mile. Yes. What about you, Coach Sujan? What I where did you start? I started. I, I had very a uh, lot of trouble running slow. Yeah. So I also started off fast, and I think I was probably when I learned to do slow, it was probably around thirteen minutes. Uh, but I haven't traveled the distance you have, <laughs> and I'm probably now uh, comfortable at around ten thirty. Ten thirty. That's that's not nothing amazing. to feel, uh, you know, it's an amazing pace. And same thing with me too, uh, folks. I was a slow, bad runner. 16, 17 minute a mile was my sort of standard pace per mile. And I can say now I'm around 10, 45, 11 minute a mile. And I am just comfortable doing that. And I know that if I keep doing this for another couple of seasons while I grow old, I know that my see, my speed will go down. That's why that is incredible, isn't it? I never ever thought that would be possible. Right? As you get older, you're getting faster. Yeah. How? So run slow to run fast later, folks. That's a beautiful point. Um, what's the next point you want to say? So for uh, I think the point that I'm going to talk about it is both for new runners as well as returned runners. And I think one mistake that we always do is. Uh, not taking strength training seriously. Yeah. So in my opinion, you know, strength training is a very important aspect of the program. And that's why, you know, in our schedules and everything, we have very heavily built in strength training activities, right? So strength training to all my runners, you know, is, 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 is a very important aspect. We should do it seriously. Uh, this is extremely important if we, uh, if we want to kind of, you know, be a long-term kind of a player in endurance running. It takes care of injuries. It takes care of, you know, if you want to kind of go for your pace or long-term endurance run, for everything, it, it actually helps. We may, like all of us might be like very eager to kind of just start running and, and, and that makes us happy. But believe me, folks, I mean, it's very important to do the strength training regularly and, and take it very seriously. And it's a rookie mistake, folks. You will do it, even though we keep saying it. <laughs> about... Uh, we have done it. Yeah, we have done it. Exactly. Right. We all have done it too. 50% of you new runners and maybe 25% of return runners will continue to ignore strength training. Yes. Right? Yes. They just think that it's running, strength is boring. It's a waste of time. It's I'm a waste of time. <laughs> you know, you're right. Because what happens is running is a very, uh, it gives you immediate feedback. You go, go for a three mile run, you finish a three mile run, you feel the runners are, you feel great and then you feel awesome. You go into 30 minutes of strength, nothing happens. You know, they don't feel like, in fact, you don't feel like your heart rate has come up. You just feel you have wasted your time. But the problem is, there is, it's the fact that strength training doesn't give you any impact immediately. Six weeks later, strength training starts giving you the impact. Yes. Yeah. 
biggest benefit of strength training is injury prevention is quite a big component of strong strength training regimen. Is that fair to say? 100%. Right? So, we will talk more about injuries later on, but let's, uh, Suja, you want to say anything on strength training? Or? Yeah, absolutely focus on it because you do not want to get injuries later. There are uh, at least two times a week we'll have strength um, included in the schedule. Make sure you do it diligently is all we can all say. Exactly. And finally, uh, Coach Watts, we talked about run slow, we talked about warm up, we talked about strength training. What about speed? Absolutely. Those of us who love speed, whether we can run or run it or not, should not be disheartened just because they keep talking about running slow. We all keep talking about running slow, but there are runs that we, where we expect you to run fast, which are coming. But your body has to be ready for it. If you just go and do that now, injury is the highest probability. If you do the run slow to run fast, get the strength trainings in place, your body will adapt for it, and then you will be ready to really experience what fast running is. And, and we have exactly, and we have uh, multiple types of speed trainings incorporated in our program, especially new runners. If you talk to return runners, they tell you. So don't worry, it's coming. We also love speed. It is not as if we don't like speed. It is just that we have a, a method to this madness. We take it one step at a time. And uh, finally, Coach Jal, December twenty third. Winter, we are in Massachusetts, very cold. Any thoughts on winter training? Actually, uh, more than summer, I think if you ask a majority of uh, runners, they'll say winter training is what they like. Mm -hmm. uh, temperatures here are uh, colder. So we end up, um, uh, all we have to do is I think dress properly in order to be um, able to go run outside. And that's another thing. Initially, I thought who would want to go run outside in winter? And uh, when I started training, I realized that all you have to do is like dress up properly, you know, wear all the proper um, uh, warm uh, uh, leggings yes. and cap, hat, everything. So we are actually working on a, a blog in our Runner's High website to uh, put together all um, uh, recommended uh, clothing and all the things that you should be wearing when you go to run outside. So uh, running outside is definitely possible. Uh, Shrivatsan, I'm sure you agree. Well, you did a lot of marathon training in winter. In uh, Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. In um, in after the first few, first mile, I would say, your body warms up and you are so thankful it is actually cooler outside yeah. than in the hot summer where you have to deal with humidity and the sunlight and the heat. Yeah, don't they say like it's 10 degrees? You dress up for... 20 degrees. Uh, or even to, uh, your body warms up warms about up, 20 yeah. degrees. So yeah. it is, it's so perfectly comfortable when you run outside in winter most of the time. Yeah. It's a beautiful experience when it's really cold outside but your body is warm. Yes. You feel awesome. Yes. That's how I always yes. have in winter training. So think about that guys. Don't shy away. Of course, if things are bad and safe condition, ice, we don't ask Absolutely. you to do that. Yes, make sure the conditions are good before you go run outside. Not asking you to run in an ice downstairs storm. Make uh, make sure the roads are clear and you're safe to run uh, in your running shoes. So Exactly. So that's, uh, that's uh, hopefully gives you a, a sample of things to think about. And how we will roll this season out is that every weekend you will have a message. Uh, focused on a particular running theory that tells us why you are doing what we are asking you to do. Uh, we request you to go through that message. It will be not more than 20 minutes, so you can literally listen to it or watch it in a YouTube video while you are running. That's the best way to get on top of it. And if you do that, then you, you know the why you are doing and then you go and do the what and how your coaches will be telling you how to do that what. So all these three comes together beautifully and you before you know, you are at the other end of season 11. Yeah. Uh, so welcome again. 
Uh, we'll see you in Final Search. Those of you who are new to Final Search, go ahead. Your, all your programs are loaded, both for Pro and for Light. Uh, those of you who are Light runners out there, note that you, you won't have, while you don't have a coach overseeing your runs, you are your own coach. So make sure you're committed to the program. Just read through the instructions properly. Just follow the instructions to the T. We have done the thinking for you. So don't try to change things. You can, of course you can. There's no, nobody's forcing you to follow it to the T. But I can tell you this is something battle tested for 10 seasons. You constantly keep improving this. So there is a science and there is an art to this uh, design of these programs that we are laying out for you. All you have to do is get up in the morning, switch on, uh, click this uh, final search, read through the instructions and just go and get it done. Keep getting it done. Big things will happen. With that, let's do something together. Yes. Ready? One, two, three. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and Happy, Happy New Year, Year to you and find your, your milestone. milestone.